I've recorded this twice already. And I'm going to say this again. Uh, the Sammy Hagar song kind of bangs. I like it. Not a big Sammy Hagar fan, but I think this song's not that bad. Well, welcome to another dumb podcast. I'm your host, Brad. I am Brad C on Twitter and all the other links at the bottom of this in the show notes that will be all be there. So we'll get to that. Um, this was a fun one. We review Back to the Future Part 2. Um, just kind of putting a nice bow on it. I know there is a third movie, um, but I can tell you right now, the likelihood of us reviewing the third movie in Back to the Future are kind of, eh, I don't know, I'm still up in the air on it, but I'll watch it again to kind of give it a nice, if there's some good notes I can make. But I really don't see us doing it. It's it's just not as good of a movie. Uh, Back to the Future 1 and 2 are just great pieces of art. And I know there are silliness things to it, and that's what's funny about this, but I feel like they were kind of thrusted into making that one, and it's just not as good. There might be some good parts in it, maybe some deleted scenes that we'll we'll get into, but... We're going to take a little break from Back to the Future. We'll probably get into, I'm thinking, Howard the Duck. Because I think this is now going to be a Leah Thompson podcast. But regardless, um, this was a fun This is a fun one. And Jay's back with me again, reviewing this movie. I appreciate him. He's, I think, over this whole thing. Me and him have become friends, right? Maybe not. I'm just using him for his, his podcasting abilities, but... I uh, I appreciate him. He's just such a great guy, and uh, I think we have a lot of fun with this. Um, Back to the Future Two, um, Part Two is uh, is a is a is a favorite of mine, and I uh, I kind of delve deep in this one. This one took a few weeks to kind of get through. Um, There's a lot of fun facts that I got into, and then actually, and you'll listen an hour or so before the podcast, I discovered some. Really crazy info, and I'm going to leave links to a lot of the things I was talking about in the podcast, and we'll, um, yeah, man, it was, it's going to be a good one, uh, but Dustin is also in this podcast. He uh, starts off sort of in this podcast. Um, he calls me from his phone, but uh, we say, hey, man, just call us back when you're back in this, And but he shows up, and he uh, offers fun uh commentary but uh yeah this is uh this is a real good one uh there was some i think some nice little gems that i add into it i i did a lot of research i mean i've I've lived this movie man i know this movie back to back and forth but i even learned some things that i haven't learned or i i didn't know about this movie so it was kind of interesting to go through and kind of delve deep into it but as i say the likelihood of us doing the third movie and the likelihood of us even doing the Howard the Duck review is going to be kind of up in the air because at the moment, uh, the work position has changed a little bit. So I don't know what the schedule is going to be. And if the schedule is going to be conducive to a lot of podcasting, I'm definitely going to keep doing the podcast, but, um, I still feel like, 
um, weekly, I'm going to try. Bi-weekly, I'm definitely going to try. I don't think it's going to be where there's going to be long hiatuses. I think I have the ability where I can I can pick up, like if even if I'm traveling, I can pick up my podcasting equipment and, you know, do something. You know, even if I'm, I call Jacob and we do a podcast or I call Jay. So, <clears throat> yeah, the podcast will move on, but it's just going to be kind of different because just things are changing. So... It's just what happens. So, yeah. Um, but follow us on uh, Twitter, Another Dumb Pod. I am Brad C. And uh, I'm going to put uh, Jay and Dustin's links all in there. Please support the podcast. Um, you know, even if, you know, if we make some money off of this one, I'll ship it off to Jay and and um, ship it off to Jay and Dustin. I mean, I have no problem doing that, man. It, it's just... Um, it it just doesn't make sense to like should you do this for fully for free? I mean, yeah, I'm having fun. Um but if you have to listen to a uh a half a you know, half a minute, you know, ad in there, just fast forward it. It's fine. By the way, this is brought to you by I'm just playing. But uh yeah, man. Here's the podcast. I think that's all I've got for this, and that's why I'm kind of fluttering a little bit so and it's also late and i'm ready to go to bed all right appreciate it another dumb podcast with jay cranville and dustin deets see ya fair enough then well i'm recording now but i will uh i guess i'll do it an official takeoff here oh there's always like the two and a half minute spoken intro <laughs> yeah well, I just said that's here good at, setup. Yeah, you know that was that was, that was pretty good. Well, welcome to another. <laughs> oh damn! Oh man, I screwed that one up so badly. <laughs> welcome to another dumb podcast. I'm your host Brad. Welcome. Uh, today we are going to review a very. I think what's actually probably better than the first one. We're going to review Back to the Future t- Part 2. Sorry, it's not 2, but it's Back to the Future Part 2. And with me today is my review partner. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, you're doing great so far. Oh, no, no, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, I would consider him out of one of the, I don't know, what is the term called? Uh, Tranks, Lobos, and Zip Heads. I would definitely tr- uh, say that you're a Zip Head. Uh, okay, so. that sounds kind of offensive, but uh, it seems think, like a name. I would say Lobos. I would say Lobos might be the more offensive one of that. Yeah, we're definitely so. pulling down that statue <laughs> for sure. Well, uh, we might have some more guests join us today, but for right now, it's just going to be me and Jay. Dustin might be tucking in a kid, and uh, Jacob's utterly worthless and has never seen the movie, so I don't know why I even think that he's going yeah. to. Yeah. He can. He, if there's one of the three to watch, I think it's this one. Even I, though you might be a little out of a little lost, in some but parts. I, I I sent him like a like twenty four minute like yeah just kind of catch you up, and he he doesn't want to do it, so I can't make him do anything. I guess maybe if we did like a like a a review of like The Wire or something like that, or or no, he's watching Oz now, so I would definitely do uh, that. 
So, but, <laughs> watching Oz now. Okay, which is that's it's only like about seventeen years behind. Oh yeah, I mean Oz is like one of those. All the shows we watch now, it's it's based off the Oz, like everything. Not really. Not, not I mean, I mean like as far as like risque television or whatever yeah. we watch. You know, that was one of the first ones. You always think it's like Sopranos, which actually, okay. but it's actually but Oz was before that for sure. For sure. I remember little things about it. I remember the, I think there was a bald guy that was a Nazi and there was a guy in a wheelchair. I was just going to say from our last podcast, the only thing I can remember is all the rape. Yeah. <laughs> it's, That's true. There's a little bit of that. There's lots of rape. So, all right, well, let's get back because we got a lot to, to go over. Um, sh- I've got tons of notes here. What, are, you, what, are you? Are you? You have none. Well, just go off of what you you had the movie on right now, or are you just? No, okay. we're we're watching uh, Dodgers Astros right now. Oh God, clearing the benches. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying not to, to. This week's gonna be very important because I think I've had two coronavirus podcasts, and I think I'm losing my my audience. I think they're over it. I think they all know they're gonna die. So what's the what's the point? So might as well just review Back to the Future too. Just gotta, just gotta live with it, man. It's, it's what we're gonna do, and you know, this is what it is. So we have Back to the Future is nineteen eighty nine. Uh, I guess it's three years after the original. Hold on, yeah. No, I guess it'd be four. Three or four. They're four years after. Yeah, yeah it was eighty five. I'm doing a little math, but uh, yeah, uh, nineteen eighty nine again, directed by Bob Zemeckis or Robert, whatever you say it, and written by Bob. So the Bobs, and. This one, I would say, is probably, um, now I will say, uh, so the the previous uh, Back to the Future was made for $19 million, which again is like a, probably be just an incredible amount now. I mean, like transferred over to, to $2020, I guess. Right. I think that would be just an insane amount, but they made... Their take was three hundred eighty-nine million, which is it's pretty good. Pretty good return on investment. That's a pretty good return. This one, I feel it's kind of a, like a, an acquired taste. So, this one was actually technically budgeted for twenty million because they, the way they did this was kind of weird. Uh, so the Bobs were going, ah, all right, we made Back to the Future. We're never going to make another one. Uh, just, you know, yeah, we're going to have them uh, at the end of it. It looks like it's pr- like the end of Back to the Future. It, you feel like it's primed for a sequel. Oh, yeah, definitely. It, it feels like it. And you're like, oh, okay. And, but in Bob's, Bob Zemeckis' mind, he goes, oh, yeah, I'm never making this ever again. But the thing is, is when you make three, $389 million, you don't just you're not just made a movie you've made you've made an enterprise and mm-hmm. now right. you're gonna have universal over there going you think we're only gonna make one of these <laughs> <laughs> like no bob we're gonna make another one and then yeah maybe you get the, i was gonna say you get the feeling that he probably turned them down for a year or so and no could probably just keep them at bay for so long i would say what really happened is they were kind of yeah, we want to make this, and then they said, uh, "No, uh, we don't want to make it." And whatever you got, like I think they had signed pretty much every actor 
again, barring the one that we're going to talk about later. Um, but they had pretty much locked down every act, but they got to they got to get the bobs together to write it and direct it. Well, um, they eventually threw a lot of money, a lot of money at them. So it made them okay. We'll write this, but yeah. old, old Bob Zemeckis has got to go make uh, Roger Rabbit. Or if you, I don't you want to review that one later, but no, <laughs> no, no, I don't think we do. I don't think so. It is a little. Well, I won't talk about that part. There is some. There's some soft racial things yeah, in there's, that. There's some problematic stuff there, especially and, when it's called yeah. Toontown. <laughs> and one of the <laughs> animated characters is just too attractive. So yeah. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we need to watch that. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I think I would more or less want to watch. Uh, what was that one we wanted to watch with Leah Thompson? The Duck movie? Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck, yeah. I would definitely oh. watch Howard the Duck before I'd watch yeah. Uh, yeah, that one again. So, uh, yeah, so Bob Z was out making Bo- uh, Roger Rabbit, and Bob Gale, who has nothing to do because he has to wait for Bob Zemeckis to tell him what to do, goes and writes the movie. Uh, his original, I think he... And and I tried to I tried to say what I thought the movie was going to be called. It was originally called Back to the Future Paradox, is what the original title was. Uh, again, they were going to make one movie, but then they wrote and wrote, and they were like, "This thing needs to be two movies." Mm-hmm. So they wrote two movies, and uh, you know they messed around with that. They originally were going to were going to write this in the '60s. Um, now, a lot of this is bearing that Crispin Glover comes back. Now, you can you can mess around and take Claudia Wells out, who's uh, Marty's girlfriend, but Claudia Wells is in the movie for just about less than 10 minutes, I think. So you replace the girlfriend, it's not the big of a deal. Right. And then, But if you replace the dad, I feel like people will kind of go, what the hell's going on? So, so, yeah, and even even if you, when we we get to that, the Crispin Glover's only in the movie for seven to nine seconds. Well, funny you say that, as Crispin Glover's kind of not in the movie. Crispin Glover's in the movie from the last movie. Okay. Yeah, that that the the scene that you're talking about is in the dance, and he's over there dancing or whatever. That yeah. is that is from the original movie. Crispin Glover was not attached to this movie at all. Chris, okay. Crispin Glover uh, requested that he. Uh, I don't have the full details. I mean, it's basically Crispin Glover wanted like a million dollars, and they were like, "Are you crazy?" And then they were like, "Okay, I want this amount." And they said, "Okay, come back with a reasonable offer, and if in two weeks you come back and uh, we don't hear anything, we'll assume that you're not going to do it, and we'll just write the movie out." Uh, they came back. And they didn't budge, so they said, "Well, okay, you're, you know, you, and you're done." So they just went okay, on with that. Because there is one other part, and we can get to it yeah. later. But there is one other part that I thought it was him, but well, maybe it wasn't. Well, actually, there's two parts. So, so technically, the one in the dance, uh, and the one in the beginning where they're looking out at them, uh, the the mom and dad are looking at them from the door, like they did in the first movie. That, 
that's from the first one. Yeah, that was from the first one as well. Let me turn that off. Okay. So, yeah, you, you were correct on that one. But when the mom and dad visit them in the future, that's not Crispin Glover. So, really? Yes. All so. right. Interesting. The more you know. I'm telling you. Okay, well, that's 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 a small thing. I'm going to get to a lot of more in-depth things. But that was actually um, – in the movie, it was portrayed by Jeffrey Weissman. And we're going to get to Jeffrey Weissman in that whole scene. But uh, anyways um, – but he was kind of I'll, – I'll get to that in a second. But, um, oh, crap. I just lost my thought. Uh, I don't need to get to that yet. So when do you ever have too many notes? That's what I've currently got right now. <laughs> so okay. I've got too many notes, and I probably should have put them in better order. But Well, is, is there anything you wanted to get to other than beginning of movie? Uh, I think I'm – I think I'm good. So uh, on top of this, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox is still actually uh, doing uh, Family Ties, but uh, it's at a much lighter schedule. Like he doesn't like in 1985. He's like going to rehearsals. And he's like, I'm Michael J. Fox. I'm like a movie star. I'll show up when I show up. And so his schedule was a lot more right. uh a lot more condensed and he's like oh i was only there for an hour so he was not uh burning it at both ends like he did the last movie which may have had irreparable harm to him he, yikes so, so probably still worth it though you know just i haven't, I haven't looked his net worth i was about to say i was just thinking michael j fox's net worth i, I would i would figure it's gotta be eight figures eight? Oh, i i put net worth Net worth. Now these are never uh, fully. Oh, That's man. plus or minus ten or twenty million. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Oh wow. Okay, sixty-five million. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, that is eight figures. But that's more than I thought. I thought it was going to be more in like the twenty to thirty range. And that's only probably working less than twenty years, maybe fifteen years, ten or fifteen years. Yeah, because he basically did these movies, Teen Wolf. He did some other movies that were more serious that weren't that great. They did, was it Spin City? Was Spin that the City. TV show he was Spin on? City was a big TV show that he did. And yeah. And um, uh, Doc Hollywood. Mm. <laughs> Bright Lights, Big not, Cities. Not going to lie. It's nice boobs in Doc Hollywood, so... <laughs> okay all right so let's get to the movie <laughs> well we start uh, essentially where the last one left off that's like the first scene <laughs> and some people who have maybe not watched this before like this would be funny with jacob be like who is that chick she doesn't look the same as she did the first <laughs> movie but yes uh claudia wells um has been taking out and it's now elizabeth shoe which by the way pretty nice um, but not in this scene. I mean, not in this movie. I, I think there's, she, she, uh, well, I don't think whatever, that's not her hair. That's gotta be a wig. Yeah, that so she's it wearing. takes it away. Yeah. She's wearing a it, Claudia Wells wig or something. Yeah. It looks, uh, it looks a little weird okay. on her. Uh, the, the good thing that I'm sure they were able to shoot her entire part of this movie in about 25 <laughs> seconds. Cause <laughs> she was just walking by. Like, you want to be, uh. Oh, I forgot it. Yeah, yeah. But you you want to be in this role, Jennifer? 
Okay, good. Just uh, like, can you wear this wig? Yes, can I wear, can wear that. Okay. Well, we only need you for f- literally four minutes, so let's let's get this going. So, so she, uh, she she shows up. Marty's looking at his his little Matchbox Toyota truck that he loves. That I just don't. That you hated on it. so badly. Yeah. yeah. And then Doc Brown shows up, and they take off into the future, which is how the first one ended. But then we're just picking up from there. And uh, do do you think? I know they had to make this very from the uh, just painting what the future would look like. They kind of had to make it over the top a little cartoonish. But yeah, did, I think that was. They were kind of saying more movies that do the future is more or less like um, what's that movie? I'm thinking of the future movie. But, or more future movies are usually a lot darker. Like it's not, it's not Blade a, Runner. Blade Runner. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, uh, future movies are usually okay. There's a little future, but it's dark and ominous, and it's not the future we all wanted. They obviously were like, yeah, we got to make this a goofy kind of goofy future it's not something where it's and I, I don't even like i don't even hate on them for all the things that they did and be like oh that was never going to be you know holograms look like shit you know they would never be you know they were doing something goofy and when you put your mindset in the 1980 89 mind you're like oh that's crazy that would have been awesome da, 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 da. you know yeah that's that's the main thing oh i wanted i wanted to first stop on um the big okay we'll we'll, we'll get to that point but um so they get to the future, uh, you know. Of course, uh, women get mouthy, so I guess you got to knock them out. So within the first two minutes of the movie, Jennifer's been 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 deemed uh, useless. So uh, uh, he knocks her out with some. I forget what he called it. Was it? Like I don't a, remember. It was some kind of like I don't know if it was a mind control type thing, I but really, it would just keep her unconscious for a period of time because. Their whole deal was uh, go to the future, and they uh, it was going to be a very quick in and out. <laughs> just going to be they, in and out. We're just, just no way this is going to take a long time. So right, and apparently in the future, the only real adva- advancement we have is there are holograms and cars fly. Everything else seems to be pretty much the same. Pretty much. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not necessarily true, but you know, now um, her being deemed pretty much useless as the movie starts, you're kind of like, man, they didn't, they couldn't have just kept her, kept her awake. They just had to knock her out. Well, as I was saying, they weren't anticipating a sequel to this, and he's like, Bob Zemeckis actually said one of his biggest regrets was letting Jennifer in that car when they left that, that first movie. Because it made it harder for him to like, you know, do anything. Couldn't with her. ride her out. Couldn't yeah. ride. I mean, what do you think? She fell out of the <laughs> fell out of the car on the way there. No, I mean she had to go. So, but that's the only thing that they could do is just make her pass out. I mean, that's that's the only thing she did. She slept through the entire movie. So, um, yeah, two movies. Two movies. Yeah, technically two movies. Oh God, I literally forget about her at the end of the third movie. But uh, yeah, so that's that's Bob Zemeckis is just. Um. Yeah, going through that. So the whole story is, uh, and this is, you know, when you first see it, this is pretty cool. You know, you got the the uh, fastening laces, the fit to own jacket. I guess that's pretty cool. Still red t-shirts. You know, that's no, nothing's yeah. advanced there, which is fine. Um, couldn't get a dry fit though. I don't know. But, no, but I mean, I guess the thing that dries itself 
more or less takes care of that, I think. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then I and, I and I noticed that they they just had to come up with stuff that just looked futuristic. So my colors. They they <laughs> they well they land and they they pull into that alleyway. And uh, if you notice, there's just a bunch of it looks like laser discs that are wrapped up. Yeah, it's hilarious and, the things that they got wrong. Is they were thinking, oh yeah, laser discs just could be laying out. Laser discs didn't make it past 1994. So, <laughs> but in 1989, we saw that and we're like, wow, look at that. They're like records. How goofy but, those looked. I remember as a kid, like, what is that? But by the time I had been grown up, we were like, what happened? Was, oh, they're little now. That's, oh, all, that's all you needed. About a two-year run. I had uh, one family member that had a laser disc player, and it was amazing for that, like that one year. Oh, I bet. I bet. And because it was like it was, you know, you had like the huge covers for the when you bought it. You know, it was like buying a record. Yeah. So you've got like it's the they've got their collection there, and it's not you know it's not the little VHS tape and the little spare DVDs that we well nobody really has those very many of those now. It's like this huge thing, and at the time it was cool, but like you said, it had about a twelve to eighteen month lifespan, and we were like, yeah, I think we're done with these now. I feel like those are very large, and we can actually compact those. <laughs> to a bunch, to more than half the size, so that's nice. Uh, one thing they did get right, no, they didn't get that right, but they did get the fact that we would all be, you know, injected with silicon and all types of breast enhancements, and I don't know if they got butts right, but but in in the trash next to it, you can actually see a thing of silicon. Like, okay, I didn't yeah. notice that. Yeah, so that was actually in there so the whole the whole plan is you know it's about your children um now number one he probably could have just stopped him in the parking lot you've got to do something about your children so i'm not going to go back to in the future i'm just going to tell you about it and just like lock your kids in a closet for that day i don't know <laughs> tell me what day it is and i'll lock my kids in the closet but yeah, that no, seems to be much of the plan in the first and leading into the third one is like a note that you've passed on for <laughs> decades before mm-hmm. it's delivered or hold on don't open until this date but yeah, yeah that's a good point could have just, could have just here i'm just gonna i'm not gonna make a big grand entrance and knock your, your here, here i'm just gonna give you an envelope just open this on this date and we'll be good and and again it's kind of weird i mean like something's got to be done with your children i mean so your kids go to jail i mean i don't know i mean maybe but that's could, the that, that's the whole thing that they're there is just for Michael, for Marty to walk into this. It just happens to be like a throwback eighties themed restaurant, which by the way, and, they got kind of uh, I hate to say it, but they got that one, right? Eighties, oh, eighty nostalgia. They, they is, were in the eighties. Yeah. nostalgia, but nostalgia of the eighties is actually pretty. Um, I mean, that's in vogue somewhat. And, Back in back in the eighties, they actually, you know, the big show on television was Happy Days, was fetishizing the fifties. So it's kind of like a thirty That's year. True. It's like a thirty year jump where I guess they like to. Hey, we really like the eighties. So it's kind of weird. It's very weird. <laughs> Just a, a thirty. Why are all cycles in thirties? What is that? Why is it like that? It's, it's how the simulation runs. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. 
So the yeah, the plan is that he's uh so Doc is going to use that net whatever that is to knock knock the Marty Jr. out. So Marty Sr. can go and take the place and say, no, I'm not going to go rob a bank. I don't even know what the, the plan was to do. It was some kind of vandalism thing or – no, 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 it wasn't robbery. It was a robbery of some sort that he was going to get blamed for yeah. if he was there. They were going to get caught and he was going go to go That was jail. the future they had to change. And yeah, then, and, and, then, and then if – Strict sentences too. Do what? Yeah, I know. Well, but, they don't have lawyers, which I wish they would have got that one right. But <laughs> <laughs> they don't have lawyers anymore, so they just you know. But uh, and in turn, they need it's it does a domino effect of uh, basically screwing up Marty's entire family because Marlene, the daughter, um, goes and tries to break him out. Which I look at her like in the you're like really she broke him out? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> we'll so, talk. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we'll get to that. Well, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that because this initial part just everything gets sidetracked in this movie because Marty can't stand to be called chicken. Basically, <sighs> it's it's so infuriating, and I it maybe it's just watching this as much as I have. I kind of just go, God, can we just get past this part? Because he just can't w- leave well enough alone. Just say. Whatever I'm a put I'm a pussy. Whatever I just and walk right out the door and then we're back right. in we're going back in time, you know. But no, he must do this. Oh, uh, a quick side of note. I, I've actually made a notes of uh, uh, me too moments inside the uh, <laughs> inside this production of this movie. Uh, whenever the the female, which uh, by the way, pr- uh, props to Griff who has now just a. Uh, more racially and gender accepting crew now, you know, got an Asian guy, got a, got a woman in the crew. Who, Biff? Yeah. Or Griff. Oh, okay. Griff. Griff. That's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid's the name future. is Griff. Sorry. Yeah. You know, he has a nice, uh, not about three white guys, you know, he, he vanished out. He was more progressive in, in 2015. I, I applaud it's him. more diverse, diverse society. For when you're sure. going to have a gang, make sure they're a little bit more diverse. So, um, but in one of the cut scenes, uh, uh, Michael J. Fox put a ketchup bottle in his pants. And when the woman goes up and grabs him, she did that thing and felt the ketchup bottle. Yeah, it was in the movie or in the uh, book I read. I remember I jotted it down real quick because I was like, oh, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Wow. (laughs) So we're going to have to cancel Michael J. Fox for that. Yeah, <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that started. Let's, let's get, get it done. Let's get it done because I mean I can't let this stand. But uh, yeah, so that was a little side note. I got another one down the road here. But uh, so uh, starts a nice fight. Uh, they um, for some reason have stood in line waiting uh, as as your gang members do. They stand in line and he pushes them down uh, like a like bowling pins or something like that. That was kind of goofy, but um, they go. They they assume they basically do the nineteen fifty five. This is kind of the more lame part of the movie that I I like and I don't like. Obviously, the hoverboard and everything is pretty cool. And this is some, this is something they did back in the day where they would go, "Hey, you know the scene that we had last movie? We're going to do that scene too, but we're going to make it better." 
And we're like, okay. I mean, you could just come up with a different idea, but all right. Yeah. So they do that. He uh, uh, basically steals from a little girl and uh, steals the hoverboard and it goes running around. Um, pretty cool about these hoverboards. Okay. Uh, during another fun fact about when they were doing like a, hey, you know, watch Back to the Future 2, they, they did like a making of. And they did not disclose that these hoverboards were fake. They actually led on that these hoverboards were, but they thought they were being funny and clever. You know, Bob Zemeckis goes, yeah, I mean, we have hoverboards, you know, they've been around for a while, uh, but, you know, just parents, they were just too scared to let their kids do it. So they've never been able to be released. Well, this sent off many phone calls to Mattel. (laughs) <laughs> who, who's on the hoverboard and they were furious knowing well I need to I need to buy a hoverboard right now where's the hoverboards sir they're they're they don't make them that's just in a movie no 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 I heard Robert's he said that they're real it's like it was a real thing I mean literally wow. people thought hoverboards existed and because they did that little thing and you're like whoa those look real but they you know they're all uh, this is attached to something, yeah. Well, it's it's a it's a cord or some sort, but he actually, um, in some instances, which I found pretty clever, is that he would, he's like a mu- like a, a magician. He would like some scenes he would do it differently than the other scenes, so people would be like, "How the hell did he do that?" So there were some okay. some, some techniques he would use that would be a little different. Um, so they go down the streets and they end up in the. Uh, convenient koi pond i don't know what that is in in hill valley they decided to put a pond in the middle and yeah they haven't really changed the the town square over not 25 as, not as years much. or so by the way texco yeah, texco's not around anymore or i mean not in that sense but um i don't know if you caught that no i don't think so there's a texaco like they don't have gas stations anymore they still have well they don't know they don't it's all owned no. by uh, Chevron. I've been keeping up with big oil and big gas, I guess. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> so um so this is actually a pretty uh pretty crazy scene. Um again, this is nineteen eighty nine stunt stuff. So obviously Marty can't go on water with a hoverboard, I have no idea why. Um you know, whatever. So Griff gets his pit bull and they go across the thing and it's got jets on it. it's pretty pretty badass but um uh they go across but he all he does is oh hold on nope. i actually want him to be in here for this and now dustin has joined has he joined he says he's new all right dustin has joined the podcast i'm sorry hey can you hear me Whoa, why are you so, so wow. bad? I'm in my car. Are you on a walkie-talkie? What? <laughs> Sounds like you're on a walkie-talkie. No, I'm in my car. Okay. Have you been kicked out of the house? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm on, uh, I'm on I'm on my Bluetooth. No, I went to go get... Uh, wow. I'm on my way to Brahms, actually. You're doing well. So, I'd say you've sounded better before. Yeah. Your audio really sounds horrible. I hate to tell you. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. It's probably the Bluetooth. Yeah. No. 
Yeah, probably. I can uh, I can try to go uh, when I get home. I no, just felt really bad. Here, here, here. Uh, just just listen up. Because I forgot. I know. Thank you for remembering, but I'm glad you got Brahms. <laughs> so, here, just mute, mute your uh, your microphone. Yeah, cool. Because I, I want you to listen. I want you to listen to this. All right. I'm going to actually mute you because I can hear myself. All right. Yeah, that's on. a good move. All right. Now we're good. Sorry, Dustin. Uh, we could probably get him back in. I think you in. muted everybody. No, I didn't mute you. I muted. Are, are, am I muted? No, I'm good. Yeah, because I can't hear you either. Oh, okay. Now you can hear me. No, now you're back. What the hell happened? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I'm not pushing it, the buttons. That was me. I pushed a lot of buttons, I guess. Uh, so, Dustin, uh, just listen here. Well, we're getting to the uh, the chase. Scene. We're at the chase scene, and we're at the the pinnacle. Whenever uh, Griff and his boys jump on his on his hoverboard. And they uh, go across, and by the way, his bat is a Kirk Gibson Jr. baseball bat, which <laughs> is hilarious. <laughs> but uh, So Kirk Gibson Jr., I don't know, let's check on how he's doing. I don't think he's actually alive. But um, uh, they come around and you know swing and then hits a rock, and he, the physics of this don't exactly match up, I'm, I'm so sure. I don't know if anybody else. But, no, there's no way. Yeah, they for some reason go up twenty feet further than they should have, and uh, and this scene uh, was actually have had a horrible accident that happened during it. Uh, the female actress of uh, during this actually banged into the pillar. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually I'm gonna use, but she banged into the pillar and was supposed to go through the glass like the other guys did in, in the scene. Well, she right. didn't make it through there. And on the other side is like a mat that they would fall on. And she didn't fall on the mat. She fell on concrete 20 Ooh. feet 20 feet <laughs> 20 feet up. Let me I'm going to I'm going to get this. Well, that'll that can paralyze you. Uh yeah, she's lucky she's not dead. Well, let me get to that in a second. <laughs> but she's lucky that she's not. She didn't die during this. Uh, can you see that a little, a little bit? There? I can see it. Okay, good. Okay, so I have this little gif. I don't want to play the whole scene, but as they're coming through, the two guys come through. She she hits the the pillar, and then <laughs> if you see as the inside Ooh. shot, the inside shot, you'll see her actually fall flat onto the concrete right there. If yep. you, it's really quick. I don't know if you saw it. Did you see yeah, it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, so she fell wow. 20 feet. Uh, so how many millions did she get from I'm not really sure Hollywood. what her I'm not really sure what her uh I was going to read the whole thing up, but we've kind of uh gone a little far on this, but uh what 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 had happened was uh they had a woman stunt uh person there. Her name was uh as here Lisa McCullough, they they tried to do this stunt many times and it did not go well. And it, with stunts, it's like you want something to be repeated, and that's what a good stunt is. And it, you know, it's kind of like science; it needs to be repeated. And when it wasn't repeated, like it was different every time. One she would go left, one she go right. You know, one she wouldn't make it through. Da 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 da. Right. Um. So, yeah, 
I mean, and if you don't make it through, so what what happened was is when you go through the glass, uh, someone was there and they hit a release, and they um, hitting the release. Um, I'm trying to convey this better, but uh, they go through the glass. They they someone actually releases them manually, and um. Everything was good for those guys. They fell where they were supposed to fail, fall. But if you didn't make it through the glass, and she asked that, what if I don't make it through the glass? And he's like, you're going to make it through the glass. <laughs> and they were like, quit being, a, quit being whiny. And so this chick actually quit, Lisa McAuliffe. Or, or, yeah. Well, Cheryl Wheeler said, I'll do it. And while doing it, she felt pretty nervous. And then... Uh, they made some weird changes to the the stunt, and that ended up, yeah, really. She got very hurt during this. I mean, she fell twenty. Wow. She fell twenty feet. You see how high she is. She fell twenty feet onto concrete. She uh, yeah. basically broke her face and her arm and some other. That is terrible. I and mean, even just hitting hitting that pillar, hitting the have, hitting uh, the pillar. I thought the pillar would hurt, but as you see how violent she falls down to yeah. the concrete it, i mean she 20 feet i mean they say uh, like over 12 feet is like a really serious fall 20 feet is a mother so yeah so she um so as i was looking in this up about an hour or two ago i was like okay well so what's up with cheryl uh let me stop out of this so i looked up cheryl her name is Cheryl Will Cheryl Wheeler Dixon, and I was kind of looking at it, and then I was looking up as I searched Cheryl Wheeler, and then I came upon this this article: Hollywood stunt woman husband killed in shootout oh. as at her ex husband's house. So, and you would like to know what this date is? This is February eighteenth, twenty twenty. Really? This happened five months ago. Wow. So Cheryl Wheeler. Uh, okay, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah, Cheryl Wheeler um, had an ex-husband apparently, um, and again, it's only five months ago. I'm I'm lucky that yeah. I, I'm lucky that I even looked this up. But apparently, they were going to uh, her uh, Cheryl Wheeler and her now husband or then husband, whatever as you would want to say. Went to the ex-husband's house, and we're going to ambush ambush him, and I guess try to kill him. Well, this guy who his name is Lindsey du- uh, Duncan. Don't don't mess with people named Lindsey just because you think that's a weak name. But he killed both of them. Wow, he killed them both from an ambush accident. I think he's at this moment. I don't know if he's you know free or whatever. I don't know exactly what. Right. But, I mean, she did. He did kill them on his property. It was his property. So that was the wild uh, <laughs> facts that I found out just moments ago. <laughs> that can, I, can I tell you a uh, personal police shooting story that I have? How they long? didn't shoot at me. Okay, good. But uh, a guy that you had on a couple of episodes ago okay. uh, t- to talk about COVID, once uh, we were on a softball team together, and, and this was probably like 12 years ago so we have a let's just say we have an eight o'clock softball game and it's like five six o'clock and i'm at home 
and he calls me and he's like, Hey, uh, do you know, uh, do you know anybody who might be able to fill in on the softball team tonight? And I'm like, uh, I've got a few guys I can ask, but you know, I can see, I was like, well, what's going on? You know, cause we usually have the standard 10 guys or more that are there and we're going to be at least one short. And he's like, ah, it's just kind of short notice. Something's come up real quick. And I'm like, well, well what is it? He's like, well, Harry is, uh, Harry was the guy that played third base for us. He okay. goes, <laughs> I'm not feeling good Harry, for Harry. <laughs> Harry's dead. And I'm like, what? And apparently, cause you mentioned, uh, exes and all that is that he had a wife that he was separated or divorced from. And he confronted her and her new boyfriend in their, in their house, or I think it was a house and they called the cops and, the, the two men were fighting and they sent two cops to try to break it up and everything. And in the course of all that, he basically just like put his head down and started charging one of the cops and they pulled their gun and shot him right in the head. What? Oh my Killed Lord. Killed him dead in the living room. Oh my Lord. Oh my God. Wow. He was kind of a weird, a weird dude. Pretty good third baseman. But... <laughs> Had a good arm, but uh... <laughs> he did. <laughs> But he, he would get uh, – I can see where the anger comes from because he, he, would, he would snap a little bit on us and we'd have to talk him back a little bit. Cool it, bud. Well, as I, I – before I came on the podcast, I told my wife this. I got the guys aren't going to – you know, the guys, uh, Jay, isn't going to believe this, but the – you know, I told her about the stunt woman thing, like the stunt woman getting injured. I told her about that. And it was like, you know, she got injured. Well, turns out just five months ago, she was m- not murdered, but she was killed by her ex-husband. And, and she goes, that bitch crazy. Like, maybe her falling from that far of a distance may have sent a <laughs> shockwave years, years down the road. It's just the chain reaction. <sighs> yeah. So, quite insane. So, anyways. So, yeah. Cheryl... R.I.P. Let's have a moment of yeah, silence. Pour one out for Cheryl. <laughs> pour one out for Cheryl Wheeler. God. I mean, literally, I did not think of even, uh, like, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to look up the story about, you know, I wanted to show you the GIF. I thought that GIF was probably the best way to visualize, you know, her being hurt. But, my God. It's pretty serious. So, she- but as the, the movie progresses, the initial, it was supposed to be a five-minute mission. doesn't work out because we have the whole hijinks of... Well, now uh, it's success. Now it's success. Well, it was a success until the fact that uh, Jennifer got picked up by the police. Mm-hmm. And they can ID her by her thumbprint. So they think that she's actually who she is in the future. And the police... Apparently, they can just take you to your house, scan your thumb, and just put you in the house. That's okay. That seems very odd, but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, seems yeah. very no-knock warrant. Um, now, just before, I, I, I don't want to jump too far because there's a main point of this whole movie. So the Griff, the Griff boys, they, they get arrested, blah, 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 and then everything's good. So they're, they're done, right? Movie's over. All right. Credits start rolling. Well, not so sure. Okay, they pick up Jennifer. But just before that, you know, Marty gets this wise idea that in this 80s nostalgia store, he would go and pick up the 
very small book, The Almanac. I'm glad you I'm glad you noted that. Because one of my notes is this is a sports almanac with all the sporting results, as it's explained later. For 50 years. Every sporting event for 50 years. And it looks like something that would just show up in your mailbox as like a weekly mailer or (laughs) something. I had a note that said this almanac is far too small for 50 years. Yeah, I don't think the Ron Paul uh, newsletter (laughs) would be, you know, it would be a little longer than that. So, um, yeah. And then again, that's movie kind of. They joke about it. I actually listened to the commentary last night, and they joke about it. They go, well, it's just really small print. So uh, they obviously have to put – they can't make him carry around a large book. It's just not going to no, be – it makes sense. It's a movie thing. It's it's like anything else. It's like the pitcher. Why doesn't the pitcher just disappear? Or why doesn't he disappear first? It's just – it's part of the movie. It's You have to have this part. But this is a big part. He, he buys the almanac. But – so they have to go chase after Jennifer because, you know, obviously, I mean, I guess you could just leave her there, but, you know, that's probably not nice. So no, that's a bad idea. That's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad yeah. idea. Well, that would send everything. That would that would actually send in Paradox because he would go back. Oh, and for sure. Yeah, it would send that. But uh, so they had to go get Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer's, uh, I forgot the name of the, Hilldale? I think it was the yeah. name. Hilldale. This is the newer neighborhood, but not new, new, new. This is... It's like new, but it's shit new. It's a, it's a neighborhood yeah. that's probably like 15 years old already, and uh, it sucks. It's like second generation. Yeah, new. But you could tell. Well, as the as the I, I joked around about the uh, calling you a zip-head, but as the female cop gets out and goes, Hilldale, full of tranks, lobos, and zipheads, which I found <laughs> hilarious that there would be name those those whatever slurs that she she rattled off but yeah this wasn't a great neighborhood that they were living in it wasn't uh the newer neighborhood so they uh go in and get get jennifer um she wakes up and you know uh drop her off she can't get out the door because there's this funny I don't understand. It seems like a horrible ha- uh, fire hazard, regardless of <laughs> any technology that you have. A terrible <laughs> idea. You can't you can't get out of your house without scanning your thumb. Well, hopefully so, you don't have any power outages, or you're dead. Yeah. You're just yeah, or that you know somebody just doesn't. Uh, I don't know. You could just keep someone in a house and they could never get out. You just cut their thumbs off. <laughs> And they just be permanently homebound. That is one thing that they did say is that uh, they are, they were afraid that if this happened, there would be more uh, thumb robberies because the way you pay for things is you you uh, scan your thumb. You know, like when Biff got out of the cab, he scanned his thumb. Yeah. Um, but uh, Biff, uh, by the way, uh, I should mention this, but Biff sees the DeLorean, which he saw thirty years prior. And he goes, whoa, what the hell is that? And then he jumps into cabs, I guess, to follow them. Um, so as they get there, stupidly, Marty just kind of wanders around. And um, Biff is able to commandeer this advanced technology and fly in the air yeah. and, and make it to the this... destination that he – like he didn't even get that fun tutorial that, that Marty got. He just kind of goes, I guess you just put in November 12, 1955, I, I guess. I don't know. I mean – Yeah, this is uh... – It's far-fetched. 
It's very yeah, very for sure. And, and they didn't they didn't explain that. So I mean, he's picked up the encyclopedia. Or the oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, you know, Doc finds it. They he throws it out, but you know, Biff picks it up. Um, so he, but regardless of that, we go into the we go into the the McFly, the new Marty McFly, old McFly's house, and uh, at the door is Lorraine, old Lorraine, and old George. Now George is now inverted. Uh, because he has a back injury from golf. Now this was on traction. Now this was on purpose. Like they were like, oh, we got to find a way to like, so people like if he would have just now we get into the Crispin Glover uh, fiasco again, they didn't, they didn't get him into the movie. So, and again, he's kind of a big part. It's hard not to have him in this movie. So what they actually did is they used the mask like the old, they had old makeup from, yeah, they had old makeup that he had to wear in 1985, the the old George. They used that ma- mask and put it on Jeffrey Weissman. And okay. so this causes a bunch of lawsuits and uh, eventually they, uh, almost a million dollars worth of, in a lawsuit to Crispin Glover. Because really, and actually, they've uh, future regulations were made from this that you can't use somebody's likeness or whatever in the movie. Like that was what that was kind of the dickier move in this movie is that they kind of were like, "Yeah, Crispin Glover's in the movie. T- come see the movie." Like Jeffrey Weissman, they're like, "Hey, you got the job." Okay, so when's uh, when's uh, opening nine or when he's like, "No, you don't understand." You're in the movie, but you're not in the movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> like we can't let anyone know you're in this. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was in the credits or whatever, but they really hit it well. Like he he didn't get to go to any of the parties or anything like that. He was just, and he was ostracized the entire time. Like um, Leah Thompson would come there with his mom or with, with her mom, like introducing everybody. And he was like, "Oh, who's that?" And it's Jeffrey Weissman and and, and uh, Leah Thompson going ah it's it's Crispin Glover's oh. uh, like stunt double or something body double or something <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's a good idea how they had him he comes in the room and he's hanging upside down because it even if you didn't yeah if you didn't look or sound like him it's a brief like two or three seconds you didn't you didn't notice mm-hmm. I noticed the guy hanging upside down his hair is everywhere and he says one line and that's it. And he kind of sounds like him. He kind of looks like him. Yeah, I mean, I had no idea that it wasn't him. Yeah, until this very moment. Yeah, so that's not Crispin Glover. It looks a lot like him. It kind of sounds a lot like him, but it isn't. And it was a huge deal. And still today, you cannot do what they did in this. And uh, yeah, it would probably have been cheaper just to pay Crispin Glover than all the things that happened. But yeah, but hindsight's twenty twenty. You live and learn. Can we can we talk about the McFly children? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Because, because I think pretty interested in Marlene. I'm just gonna say it, dude. I can't believe we're on the same wavelength on that. And don't you feel weird about that? <laughs> uh, a little bit. She can get it, dude. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so I was watching this as a kid. You know, this was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Never knew that was Michael J. Fox. Never. 
and then I knew I knew that. I know. I, 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 still had I figured. I <laughs> still wanted to do that, but no, it didn't take until I probably watched it when I was a teenager or maybe in my twenties. I was going, "Oh, that's Michael J. Fox dressed up as his daughter." Oh, okay, and that's where later in the in the uh, scene they do the uh, the first clumps scene. Like before, you know, okay, yeah. they, before there were the, the clumps, there was the McFlies. There was, they did the, um, yeah, the, uh, and, and I was going to say the other child is Marty Jr. Who apparently is, they, they just had him. We'll just give this kid like a mental disability. Cause he's definitely not all there. He, he got stuck in the canal for a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. And just was not, he's not all there. Yeah. He sees, he sees the future Jennifer, or no, past Jennifer, the younger Jennifer, and just goes, "Hey, mom, nice pants!" <laughs> like didn't even. Yeah, he's he's, he's got he's he's got issues. Yeah, and at the table, um, they have dinner. Uh, they have this little pizza. Apparently, you can hydrate and touch the metal and not not get burned, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, and they have the 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 fruit basket or whatever that is. I would that love just, you to... just save fruit please and it just comes over to you and you eat it right off of there i'm a little upset that that hasn't been made i would love to have my fresh fruit just come out of the ceiling as but it like continually grows i guess is what it does i guess so that i thought also their tv was just way too distracting it was too many too many options and (laughs) Did you notice some of the content that was on there? Well, the one on the top right is this breast. I can't remember yes. exactly what it said. It was like a something. Uh, oh tit. no, I can't remember. What it, it said, said it was it was a uh, the top right screen was a bra commercial. Oh wow, uh, where okay. the the whole thing was it gives you the classic tit look. <laughs> okay, there he goes. I saw all I saw was tit, but I couldn't exactly. <laughs> get it out i was like what is it is it talking about getting me to i I couldn't okay so that makes a little more sense i'm I'm guessing that was uh you know in this timeline that was a word or term that went away for a while so now it's like let's get back to how things were in the past with this classic look oh yeah for sure um (laughs) Well, I thought exa- well again. I so it was a brawl commercial. I didn't get that. Yeah. I thought it was like a. So I thought what they were trying to make in in the future was that they uh, were more obsessed with like plastic surgery. I thought it was a plastic surgery commercial. Uh, I don't think so. I could be wrong. No. I didn't write the movie or take very many notes. <laughs> well, you got that part. You were. I think you just stopped right there. I gotta stop this movie. I saw tit. I mean, there's boobs. <laughs> I well, I saw yeah, I saw Marlene, and then I saw this, and I was like, I got to write this stuff down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> saw Marlene. I'm trying to figure out exactly. There's got to be an image on here. Oh come Did on! Did you? Because this is like one of the next things on here is. Um, so Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers shows up next on the <laughs> on the on the Skype. Yeah, did you did you look as to how he was cast in this? How did he end up in this movie? Well, it's kind of strange because in 1989, Red Hot Chili Peppers is not really the most popular. uh, Yeah, I mean, not the biggest band ever. They're oh, not even by far. 
all I heard from 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 uh, from Bob Gale is that he thought he looked sinister enough that he was he put him in the movie. That's all it was. Do you know if because one other note that I had was in the future in 2015 i was like man they really got the age progression right on flea because that's exactly what he looks like now but then i kind of thought he kind of looks like he always just looked at the same well maybe but have you know um i I guess it's just because it's fresh in my mind because i watched the beastie boys uh documentary recently it kind of looks like kind of looks like mike d looks like now like mike d's just so aged and like he must have done a lot of drugs back in the day or something, but nah, yeah, no way. Uh, well, not not uh, in not no. in the eighties. <laughs> no, yeah, but uh, for anything that they got right, okay, hold on, I'm getting this picture. Uh, hold on. Oh, I think you're right. It's a brawl that inflates. I gotta find this one. Just confused why that's the the term that they used. Hey Dustin. Hey buddy. How's it going? Going good. Oh, it's not in a car. <laughs> it sounds so, so much better. <laughs> well, I'm not on a Bluetooth speaker. That's right. Sorry, we're looking up <laughs> no, I... we're looking up boobs right now. Oh. Uh the boobs that technically were... true. I mean, sort of, but on the TV. Is this about what Leah Thompson's boobs looked like in we're gonna, part two? We're going <laughs> to get to that. Is this the part where we... Okay. We're going to get to that. I hope I can zoom this a lot better. Yeah. I can't get this... Uh... No, I don't think you can. I can. This is great for an audio medium, too. <laughs> no. Well, the video will come <laughs> out later, but if you see, there's... It says the... Super inflatable tit, ten percent off. Is what it says. So really, okay. Can you see well, that? You can't really see it, but I think what it is is it is a bra that instead of getting plastic surgery, you just your boobs look bigger, which is a horrible idea. I mean, just don't do that. That's just false. Yeah, that's the part where he's watching what like three different channels at once. Whenever he... he's watching yeah, six. It's like... Marty yeah. Jr. or whatever. Yeah. The slow yeah. Marty Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what... Oh, uh, Maybe you can actually... Uh, well, I can't really see that part. But you can actually see... Is there a bottom part to this? I don't know if you can see that. Can anybody see that? This is no, great. Bottom. This is great for the audio. All right. All right, I'm going to move on. <laughs> but what they did get right, I mean, if you can say, I mean, the TV's pretty spot on. Yeah. For I mean, it's not like it's not like high def or anything like that, but, but high def didn't exactly exist. But it's a flat it. screen JVC yeah. type looking the uh, looking TV looks pretty yeah. spot on. So, yeah. And then uh so again, f- future wise for filming wise, you know, the the pizza scene is actually pretty innovative. Had to use this, had to use this special million dollar camera of some sort to uh, film that, and like it took like two or three days. It was a very long scene actually. They actually cut it up, which is I think people cried like they had to work like a month on this scene, and that in in 
like eventually got cut, which is kind of funny. And then during it, they actually had an earthquake, and they were worried that it actually moved things around. They would have to reshoot, but it didn't. So, fun fact. The scene where they zapped the pizza? Yeah, where they the three Michael J. Foxes are... Are sitting. Oh, uh, I get it. okay. Sorry, yeah, I didn't know yeah, if I. One of I yeah, no, I thought you were talking about. It took him like. <laughs> that I hope, hope the like audience is paying pizza. attention like, a lot I more think than you guys. Could just get a pizza there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was talking about. <laughs> like, could they just get a like a made pizza and film that? Like, <laughs> and uh, that black and Decker has Alexa Alexa on it, so that's pretty innovative. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess we can get past this. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get to the part. Uh, I'll fill Dustin in. The lady who was a stunt lady in this, she was horribly injured. I listened to that. Yeah, that that uh, that was something I, I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, she got horribly injured. But to to, to give you the uh, the lowdown, just five months ago, she was shot by her ex husband. Whoa! Yeah, I just found that out. But yeah, she got shot by her ex husband because she die. Yeah, she died. Oh, yeah, she's oh. gone. She didn't die from the uh, 20-foot fall, but apparently a 20-foot fall led her to ambush her ex-husband and was eventually shot, shot dead. So. It's uh, not, a, not a great life, I guess. Yeah, I guess not. So, uh, so <laughs> anyways. Maybe the 30 years like in between were better. So, so back to the movie. <laughs> back to the movie. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace. Back so to they me. eventually yeah. get a. Gen- I've, if I'm missing anything about this this scene, it's pretty. It's a pretty fascinating scene. The whole being in the house and and the interactions and everything like that. You figure out about the the car accident and stuff like that. But really, that stuff that they. It's kind of a silly way to do it because you're setting things up for a movie that's going to come out in six months. It seems kind of strange. Uh, I don't know if y'all know anything about that. Or paid attention to that part. They talk no. about Marty getting to a wreck. Oh yeah, by the yeah, Rolls yeah. Royce. Okay. But uh, right. So, oh yeah, right. So we mosey on back outside. But before we do, Jennifer meets Jennifer. She runs into <laughs> her Jennifer self, um, and they do the high hold. But a uh, funny part about this: there's a there's a deleted scene. Uh, there's a few de- funny deleted scenes. I'm going to get to one of them that we kind of missed, but we'll go back to it at the end. Um, where they run into each other, and uh, Marty finds uh, Jennifer on the ground. And this is kind of funny. Uh, at the end, he goes, oh, gosh, she's passed out. She's tranked again. So there's a apparent drug problem with Jennifer in the future where – uh, Marty sees his passed out wife and assumes that she's tranked, like you know the tranks. Ah, uh, uh, yes, Lobos and Zipheads. She's one of the tranks. Yeah. She's one of the tranks. So, fun fact about that one. And then there's another deleted scene. So uh, we see Biff just bang around on a. I don't know how he even made it to 1955, but he did. He jumps around. Uh, out of the car. I'm sorry. He. I was thinking more of the car jumping around, but he he gets out and he's having a real hard time. And um, in a deleted scene, as he's kind of hiding away from you know Marty and Doc and whatever they're at, he uh, he actually in a deleted scene 
disappears actually out of his out of existence. Um, now to kind of correlate that, it's kind of like whenever Marty in the first movie was kind of falling out because they didn't do the, had the kiss. He was trying to play the guitar and he was kind of like, oh god, I'm about to be. That, oh yeah, that's what was happening to uh, like you're like, what the hell happened to him? Well, with him giving the book to Biff to old so to young Biff, he changed his future. Well, in the future, now this is definitely not explained, which is fascinating, but the Bobs had it that, so we have this alternate timeline, and in 1996, Biff is shot by Lorraine. So there is no Biff in 2015. So he ex- he just makes himself rich for he makes him rich for a little bit, but he eventually for, gets shot for like forty years, <laughs> but he doesn't live as long. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So fun fact huh. about that is that actually I don't know how, why they made it nineteen ninety six, but I guess she could only take eleven years of that, um, from nineteen eighty five. But uh, so yeah, but the the gang makes their way back from twenty fifteen because they get Jennifer out of the house. And now it's just got to get back. Movie's over. Good. Movie's Nin- over. 1985. Movie's over. Let's make Doc Hollywood. <laughs> and, and we're done. And they arrive back and it is not the place that they left. Now, isn't it strange that it took them so long to figure out that things weren't right? Like they dropped Jennifer off and they go, I don't remember bars being on there. I mean, that's a pretty black and white thing. I mean, you either you know that there's there's bars on the window or you, I mean totally a believe just driving down the street going everything looks good it's kind of the piece of shit town that we it kind of looks like a you know they've only been gone a matter of hours yeah it'd be like if you if you went to like the store in the gym and then you came home and you're like I, didn't, I don't remember having bars on all my windows <laughs> it would be something that you would notice so they drop her off um I would say 1985 Jennifer is murdered, uh, just just guessing, but that doesn't matter because that'll be fixed later. But I'm just saying, if nothing got fixed, she would be murdered out in the in somebody's uh, well or snow. raped. Oh, I was gonna whoa. say if it went, went along the uh, the theme of the first movie. Yeah, it's probably gonna be that, dude. I want to see that, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to see whoa. that. You wanted to see her raped? What? She was in a swing. I just want to see that movie where, yeah, man, we're just going to kind of roll with this. I know my dad's dead, but we're just, we'll just roll with the Biff timeline, you know. But, uh, no, I don't want to see Jennifer raped. So let me just put that out there right now. So, <laughs> so they eventually, uh, so they take some, take some to Marty's house and, um, this hilarious scene where he basically jumps into a young girl, young young black woman's uh, bed, <laughs> mistakenly. Yeah. And this this dad is just hilarious with his bat. He he's the worst <laughs> white boy beater I've ever seen in my life. He can't. And and it's funny he'll uh, you know Marty will go, hey I don't want no trouble. Oh you gonna get trouble. And then he'll he'll just repeat everything that Marty says. He's like, "I'm in the wrong house." Oh yes, you in the wrong house. Yeah, and, and I'm okay. I'm okay with you doing that voice. 
I was about to say, why don't you make your voice that way? Why can't you just well, say it like, like in your normal voice? That is my normal voice. But I'm okay <laughs> with you doing that because one of my notes was, hey, look at this, look at this very just obvious black stereotype. Oh, it's it's so blatant and very. I was just about to say that, like they go into like you know because their neighborhood is poor now. So what way to? <sighs> reflect yes. how poor the neighborhood and is we're going a black yes. person lives yes. in their house it's very you know, this, it's very this, it's uh, very i'm sorry i hate to say this it's very white liberal of the writers to be like yeah it's it's really gone bad black people are here now it's yeah just, i like really bad <laughs> like so, you don't realize what you just said that's really racist of you bob yeah, gale just, living here bob yeah, gale instead of, don't don't their house their house was really nice though I mean, I it was. the the daughter's room was very nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't bad. They and the, but I think it's I think it was yeah. They were a nice black family, and they were just didn't yeah. want to move. So yeah. you tell the realtors, I'm not going to move. I can buy that. So, I can buy that. So he is chased out of the house hilariously. It's a hilarious scene to me, and um, one that I try to watch when I'm uh, when my wife is sleeping. And it's very loud because she's screaming. The 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 daughter. She's screaming very loud. Um, <laughs> well, the next place we get to, I believe, is uh, Biff's Pleasure Paradise, which is a place that I would like to be taken to. I yes. feel like it's a place you have been to. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been, but the essentially, he's he's made money from the gambling side, and he got into some sort of nuclear waste recycling process or I mean when you're gonna make when you're gonna lines. make money you gotta make it money like really dirty. Yeah, no doubt. He has like oil refineries, he's in a nuclear waste and stuff. Now the like town that. is 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 basically like Mad Max except for the hotel and casino, which is now the nicest is, thing you've ever seen. Now that is one thing that they did get correct. It does look like Portland 2020 right now. So it, 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 this one, topical, uh, topical Brad yeah. comes in. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, it it looks dog shit. I mean, it's worse than how you're like watching the 1985 one. You're like, how could Hill Valley get worse? Well, we found it. Looked it looked like uh, Pittsburgh after the uh... – after like the country concert last year, did you guys ever see photos of that? I'm gonna look that up now. Like the parking lot outside <laughs> of Hines. It was, I think it was like a Kenny Chesney concert or something. Oh, okay, okay. Kenny, I can look yeah. that up. Kenny Chesney. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, maybe it was some uh, something like that. But if you look up Pittsburgh concert, I can't remember if it was Kenny Chesney or. It's gonna make me. <sighs> it's gonna make me like. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe it was Kenny Chesney, but it, they just completely trashed this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, I think it was like the Heinz Field parking lot or something. It looked like like a like a fucking hurricane went through there or something. It was crazy. Are you able to see that, uh, Jay? Here in a second. Yeah. There yes, you go. I can see that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes, Looks look similar to that, or I guess I can pull up free Rona, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. I, it was, I, I uh, can do. I can do. Well, it'll probably have some. Uh, yeah, I was gonna look up Portland riot. It was Kenny Chesney, though, wasn't it? Is that, is I, that I think that's the one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna try to find a good scene. Yeah, it kind of looks like this. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> probably closer. <laughs> so, just put a casino just, there. Yeah, just 
Well, I, if for our audio listeners, I'm I'm showing them Portland now, and it's just a bunch of graffiti and people in uh, yeah. fire, and it was it's pretty similar. Tell me I'm yeah. wrong, okay? I, you're you're not exactly. Yeah. I mean the funny funny part yeah. on this is they actually have a, a video online. I'm not going to play it, but it's a uh, it's a mix of. So Marty gets there and and it's welcome to Trump's and uh, there's the Trump Museum and it's it's kind of it's kind of like deep faked or whatever to welcome to Trump da 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 and it's it's basically marked marked off of that you know a bunch of Trump audios and Trump video and stuff like that, um, but which is kind of funny is Bob Gale and I, this might be revisionist history but I actually did listen to a little bit of the. Uh, the commentary and this commentary was in 2002 or something, something crazy old like that. And, uh, he said there was one painting that he actually, uh, did mark like made after a Trump, uh, portrait. So there is some, hmm. por- there is some Trump, uh, like correlations. I'm not, I'm not I felt like, I felt like Biff's character once he becomes rich was just based on, his look and his mannerisms were based on Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd say it's, it's pretty damn close. I mean, the the way the '80s Trump was, he's kind of the hair, but also putting your name on everything and the extravagant lifestyle For type sure. stuff. So, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt it was 1980 Trump. That's what he was doing. So, so yeah. I I didn't. Uh, so so basically, we get Marty gets into the casino and. He runs. Is this when he runs into his mom? Well, no. He so also another deleted scene is he runs into his brother, who's drunk and like a homeless person, and uh, but they did they cut that scene because they couldn't get the uh, the daughter the the sister, which was kind of weird. You could have basically put anyone in there, um, but he, she she couldn't get off her shift at Arby's. <laughs> She was pregnant. Burger King or something. She, she, That's where his brother worked at previously. Yeah, I don't think she got a lot of work, but um, she, yeah. yeah, she was pregnant during the thing, so they couldn't get her. But uh, they, uh, he's he's watching this video of Biff and the old the old gang is back, and you all got 3D and uh, I don't know if you've anybody's ever seen the the meme of uh, the guys from uh, Anchorman. Her now looking like, you know, like Billy Zane with his cowboy hat. He looks like the mm-hmm. the guy from uh, Anchorman. The I can't remember the name. Champ. Oh, Champ. 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 Yeah. Champ kind. <laughs> Whammy. Whammy. So um, they're all goofy, and but they're back, and they find them, and then they knock them out, which is not very nice. Um, by the way, in my theory, I'm like, uh, so they meet Biff, and he goes, "You're supposed to be in Switzerland." So I'm thinking. Is there a 1985 alternate Michael like Marty that's in Switzerland right now? Yeah, I, I mean, there would have to be. Yeah, I guess we never I mean, get it, to see that Marty, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't really make sense that they look exactly the same. I feel like since... he would be like, something's wrong with him. They'd be like, why do you look so weird? And you're not, in, yeah. and you should be in Switzerland. But um, didn't they say he was at a boarding school in Switzerland? Yeah, or something? yeah. you're supposed to be yeah. in a boarding school in Switzerland. But yeah. uh, to to not to forget this part is he wakes up and he sees this voluptuous woman, and it turns out it's his mom. 
with very large breasts. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all he's staring at the whole time. <laughs> Said you're big. You're so yeah. much bigger. And uh, yeah. Um very uncomfortable. Again, I don't know if might be maybe Bob Gale or Bob Zemeckis has this weird thing with their mothers. But uh yeah, he's staring at his mother with his with their big large breasts. Another thing I wanted to bring up, uh, this is the last Me Too moment I could find in this, but uh, <laughs> so that was a prosthetic breastuses. Uh Leah Thompson doesn't really have those big breasts, and uh, they looked kind of mm. goofy now you think of it, but she would actually walk around. She wouldn't have them, but they would be like out. She'd be like walking around, and people were like, what the hell? Like, put your Oh, those are f- fake boobs. Um, <laughs> those are, those she are, did to mess with people. Those, yeah, I think so. But yeah. also, she probably wasn't even paying attention. She was just tired and just kept, you know, had the boobs out. But uh, yeah, those were prosthetics. And uh, there was an instance when Steven Spielberg, who is part of this movie, would come by and saw the boobs, and he would drop his keys in them and grab them out of her fake boobies. Huh. So, you can't do that now. No, no, not even not even under fake boobs. You can't. Do no. That. So we're gonna have to cancel. Yeah, I, would, really think, be... I don't think you can do that then. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, you can't do that at any time, really. But, but if you're as powerful as Steven uh, Spielberg, DJ. yeah, Thank if you're you. as powerful as Steven Spielberg, you can do pretty much whatever you want. So yeah, just grab him by the pee. That's right. Uh, by the way, you missed the first <laughs> Me Too moment that I found, but during the uh, Cafe 80s, the chick who grabs uh, Marty up from the testicles or whatever, yeah. uh, during one of those cuts, uh, Michael J. Fox put a ketchup bottle in his pants, and she grabbed it, and it was like, you wish. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so let me just mark that one off. All right. Um yeah. So yeah, we had this whole skirmish um trying to think what else I can think about during this scene. Anybody got anything with being in Biff's? It's not a whole lot going on, I guess. I no. I mean I guess the only thing that I recall from that is Biff is his wife is at home with him and he's in a hot tub with two other women <laughs> who were topless. Yeah, what? who were topless what? watching uh, <laughs> yeah. a uh, Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Um, you know, the pretty famous scene in that. So, yeah, definitely living it up, man. Yeah, I mean, what's she going to do? I'll just cut you off. So she couldn't yeah, really do anything well, about it. I think we we found out what she's going to do about ten years later. <laughs> she's eventually. <laughs> I, had no, I swear to I God, had no idea about that. Yeah, yeah. that no, that, I, that was going to. I mean, you can only take so much. Out. You can only take so much. Well, because my note was, uh, I'm still in the mindset that Biff lives to 2015, but I'm looking at this lifestyle and I'm like. With his money, he's obviously going to have a gambling problem. Even if he's been that successful, you're going to develop. He's not going to be able to stop. Well, the almanac, to, to al- the almanac ends at 2000. Exactly. He's going to eventually. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to want to have the itch after you know January 1st, 99, or, or uh, you know January 1st, 2000, or you know whatever. Where, um, I, you know, so. so he he died, but my thought was he would have been broke by 2015 anyway because yeah. he's going to throw he it just, away thinking. He would have just kind of came back and be like, nothing changed. 
damn it. <laughs> but a lot of change. Um, so Marty goes in uh, and I ask him, you know, ballsy, just, I don't know why he didn't just kill him right there, but uh, uh, goes and asks about the book. And he goes through this whole story and it's, it's indicative of what, uh, what's going to happen in the next coming scenes. But um, <clears throat> I don't know why Hey Look seems to work for Marty, but it does. Uh, um, so he was telling him that, you know, the guy who gave it to him was going, uh, told him that if anybody asks about this book, you just kill him. No questions asked. Hopefully you have the police on your payroll, I guess. And that, <laughs> which that he instance. does. He mentions that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So let's get this other chase scene and we get, end up in the roof. Um, I have no idea why. Doc Brown is hovering around the hotel. I don't, they didn't have a plan for this, but by God, he gets up on the roof and and jumps off. Oh, I didn't even. We guys we didn't even really get to the part where uh, Marty finds out that his dad's dead, um, and he doesn't know that his dad's dead just because his uh, dad was being hardhead about the last movie and how the direction went, and he didn't want to do it. But um, anybody get that? Uh, <laughs> he's being a hard head <laughs> he was being hard headed and he, he didn't want to do the movie but uh, yeah he yeah. got he got killed by Biff which I guess did, I, it didn't seem like Biff was like real shy about saying yeah I killed your dad that's what happened so um, but yeah Marty's uh, George is dead in this in this timeline and so obviously they gotta fix that uh, but he jumps off the uh, hotel and they hit Biff for, you know, it seemed kind of stupid. Why didn't he just shoot him right there? Um, and so they eventually say, okay, we got to go back to, and okay, he found out when he took the almanac back, when he gave, when he gave young Biff the almanac, which is 1955, uh, November 12th. So they have to go back. They got to go back. And they go back, and, and immediately we see them hiding the DeLorean again behind the billboard, which I guess they had a track record that that would be okay. That would be fine. I, you just hide it there. But it made me think, where did Biff, old Biff, hide the DeLorean when he got there? Did he just like park it right in the middle? Of his, I'll be right back. You just watch my DeLorean. I'll be right back. I got to go give this book. Like, Do you think he walked his old ass down the street? You know, however many miles to down or wherever Biff was, I, I, that part we didn't really, they didn't really go That's over. That's a giant plot hole, but it's a movie about we, time we digress. Travel. We digress. Yeah, there's going to be things that they miss, you know. Yeah, for sure. And on occasion. So we go back to 1955, and I think that's what is kind of great about this movie is, I guess, the changes of time. So you start in eight, 1985, you go to you go to 2015, and then or hold on, yeah, you go to 2015, and then you go back to 1985, and then you go back to 1955, and then you go back on. Okay, so but I think that's what's I believe people like about this movie is that they're using the time machine. I mean, this is a science fiction movie. You got to use the machine. It's, you know, I think that's maybe where the third movie may have gotten wrong. It's just like, Oh yeah, now we're just got a Western movie. Great. Um, yeah. yeah it, the, what it is, is they use the machine and 
So now they got to go back to 1955. And what's just even better about this movie is it's now, hey, I've seen this movie, but this movie is going to be different and in different angles. So um, I don't even anybody thoughts or am I stupid about that? No, I think you're, I think you're right. I mean, so, so there's, there's two things. One, I didn't know if you were going to keep talking or were you. I mean, I know this is my show, but I mean, y'all, y'all are free to talk. I'm not, I'm not. Um, No, I think it's the multiple timelines and, and transfers to different periods, but also they do it all within, this is a pretty tight, I think hour and 45 minute movie. And the first one was more than two hours. It was maybe a little preachy. What's that? But this one, there's a, there's a lot in this movie, and it's shorter than the first one is. I think everything you would I would say is concise. I mean, uh, they're in they're in nineteen they're in two thousand fifteen for maybe twenty minutes. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I'm I'm missing maybe thirty minutes. Yeah. So it felt about like thirty minutes. Yeah, it felt about thirty minutes. Yeah, it's an hour and forty five. Yeah. The movie feels like it's actually with all the content. It feels like a two hour movie, but they they cram it all in there and you know kind of you know in an hour and forty five. I actually I didn't even think about that. No, it, there's no wasted moments. There's not like a scene yeah, it I can feels think of that didn't that. need. Yeah, yeah, they're out of. But uh, technically, they're back. Out of, I'm sorry, I'm actually pulling up on Netflix. They're out of. Um, nineteen or twenty fifteen by like the forty minute mark, and the first, I think, eight minutes. No, no, they get there in like the first five or six minutes. So yeah, interesting. I think that's a sign of a good movie is that the fact that it's only one forty five, but it feels like they covered a lot, and it was. Well, I think you know, that's... longer than that. Whenever I watch it, it's definitely always like a stop down, and it feels like. Um. It just goes really, really quickly. It goes quickly, you know? but you feel like you've gotten a lot. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's kind of what I was trying to get yeah. at in that it feels like it's longer, but it's really not um, just because it's entertaining. Well, that, and that's where people get movies. You know, you go to uh, yeah. go to what the hell's that Marvel movie, whatever Mar- game. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. And it's like three hours and 47 minutes. I'm like, why the fuck would you think I would ever <laughs> want to watch that movie? You know, why would you think I wanted to watch that movie? Yeah. So, um, and in my, 145 to two hours is kind of the sweet spot. Uh, I mean, kinda... in my advanced age, I mean, I got to urinate probably an hour and a half. And so. That's why I prefer watching them at home, man. Exactly. Why, you know, I... always pause. Yeah. I was. That's it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I enjoy the movie, you know theater and all that stuff but at the end of the day i'm all like oh, i fucking hate people every i don't time I, have to get a catheter every time yeah exactly kind of problem, i mean just know? pissing this bottle over here and then old lady <laughs> over there's fumbling around yeah. with juji fruit or whatever the hell and making a shitload yeah. of noise yeah last three times i've gone to the movies i've i've actually kind of hated it so uh we go back to 1955 i think again i think this is fun and we end up uh like you know he's so it seems like Doc's been time traveling a lot more than what he's putting off, or he's finding dollars from other places. He opens up this briefcase and has extra emergency funds from all these years um, for Marty to go get some inconspicuous uh, hideout gear. 
Uh, do you think he time traveled or did he find that money or buy that money? I think he'd had to have traveled because it was a lot of it too. It was like a couple of bills. Like these oh. were stacks. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can pause it on this. Uh, I just fucked up. But yeah, it was like from 1810 to 18 whatevers. And I'm like, uh, did you? So I know you were not gone very long, and but you can be gone for really, I mean, it doesn't matter. You can be gone for two seconds and be gone and traveled all over the world. I mean, not all over the yeah. world, but all many of timelines and no one would notice. It's basic, basic quantum physics. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> okay. I'm going to pause this. Uh, yeah, pause. Pause. I want to pull this up for a second for everybody. We're making this a inter- interactive podcast now. Well, I, I mean, I want y'all to have visuals and stuff like that where you can see things. So we got from 1863, 1914, 1864, 1861, 1919. Why is he so uh, these are all periods of wars. Did he <laughs> He went back it's to the Civil War. It's a bad time. 19 trench warfare. I tell you right now, 1864, bad time. Bad time to yeah, travel. Yeah, you don't want to go back there. <laughs> well, it's a real bad time. Let me just go back a little further. I'm going to go 18. I'm going 1875, maybe. So that's uh, a lot of money, too. Like, it's a, it, yeah. it is a lot of money. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Maybe I mean, I'd definitely be tempted to cash that in. But it's emergency funds. No, so uh, <laughs> he gets emergency funds and he ends up at uh, trying to find Biff. Uh, oh, sorry. I should probably no, don't look at my Netflix. Oh, hey, <laughs> was that 1864 dollar? Was that a Confederate dollar? Did you see that? Oh, I didn't. Cancel Doc Brown. Well, you know what? <laughs> you end up on both. What a, I was. I put a GIF uh, down. It might have been it because one of like 1864 is like different than the other one. Well, yeah, I, I play both sides, so I end up eventually on top. That's what Doc said. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. You There's can... two 1864s, right? That red one? Is that a Confederate dollar? Mm. Zoom in. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Just throwing out commands. Uh, that's... Why are there so many in the, the, in the Civil War period? Yeah, it's 1864 and what is his deal? He's you, you would have figured, yeah. Is he going there? And I want the backstory. Yeah, 1861, 63, 60. Jeez. I don't have the technology to zoom, just so you know. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I guess they wanted to hang around Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted to meet that guy, you know, right uh, before he shot. Yeah, maybe. Um, so they find uh, Biff. Uh, fun fact. Now, we didn't get to it, but... Um, I guess we can talk about it now, just because I guess there's a little correlation here. But the guy, um, and we're going to talk about it here in a second, the guy uh, that Marty meets after the the little run-in in, t- in 2015, the guy with the two ties and he... Um, I'm sorry, my computer is about to die. But regardless, uh, the guy with the two ties, and he, you know, talks about uh, the clock tower. He's collecting money for the clock tower. Anybody know okay. what I'm talking about? Okay, so um, yes, and then two they, ties very unnecessary, very weird. That that one didn't catch on. 
but uh, no. they, they talk about, and I guess we can talk about the World Series. We, we kind of missed that part, but uh, they did kind of get that right. The, only off by a year. The Cubs yeah. eventually won, and they did have a team in Miami. Yeah, that's true. So not the worst predictions I've ever seen. So they kind of got lucky on that part. Um, but that guy, that guy, his name is like a Charlie Schaefer or something. I can't remember his name. But the guy, that guy is actually um, the voice of Roger Rabbit. <clears throat> Fun fact. Huh. Yeah. And also the voice of Biff's, Please, Eddie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's also the voice of Biff's mother, which I had to find that out. Well, I hope that's true. IMDb is not the most accurate. I think I think that it's like Wikipedia. They let anybody write in there, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, they say that he actually voiced the, you know, because Bob Zemeckis did Roger Rabbit, and I think Roger, Roger Rabbit guy was like, I really want to be a Back to Future too. Let me in. So, um, and so he voiced Biff's mom. He voiced Biff's mom, and he was the guy huh. who was at the the clock tower. That was him, uh, and his name is Terry. Huh. And there's a scene. And we're going to get to it as, you know, Biff is going to pick up his car. And apparently you can get, I don't really know what he, uh, is that guy like a detailer? Because I don't think there was a lot of damage to the car. Maybe a little bit on the side. But mostly it was just cleaning shit out of the car from the manure. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, that's, he was going to pick up his car that ran into the manure truck. Um. About to be out of that, but uh, that guy who's the tow truck guy, the tow truck driver, and he's arguing him. That is Terry, uh, from the future, who has the two ties. That's the same huh. guy. Huh. Okay. So <laughs> I know. <Okay. laughs> I know. Interesting. Interesting. But there is a deleted scene where Terry, old Terry, and old Biff are arguing still over the three hundred dollars or whatever. To repair the vehicle. So huh. I was always wondering, I was like, why is this guy in old makeup? If you can tell he's in old makeup, why isn't he just who he is? But apparently that's the tow truck driver, but that is never correlated in the movie. No one knows that. Huh. So it's just their little little secret. <laughs> I guess. I just, but the writers are like, hey, let's do this. Let's Nobody, do this. No one will ever notice. No one but the stupid guy on his podcast will ever know about it. But... um. <laughs> So Marty, uh, so again, there's old Biff behind a tree and then Marty jumps in and it seems weird that old Biff, I don't know what he's doing behind that tree, but never sees Marty looking out at it, um, out at Biff as he's trying to molest his mother again on the street. Mm. What? I'm not lying. Is what happens. He literally looked no, up her skirt. He literally yeah, looked up her it's, skirt. It's uh, pretty disturbing. I mean. She is an attractive woman. I know we talked about that the first time. Yeah. But uh, she probably should go about it a different way. Yeah. So. Offer to buy her a nice steak dinner. <laughs> well, he did definitely did not do that. So. Um, no, he did not. No. So again, old Biff meets new. Uh, uh, old Biff and young Biff. I don't want to say new. It's not new, but um. So as Marty is riding in the back of the car, um. This is another one of those, whoa, can you believe the same people in the car? You know, it's, for 1989, that's pretty fascinating technology. Nowadays, it's, 
whatever, just did a green scanner. I remember seeing that live then when I was like seven, thinking it was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, granted, I was really young, but I'm like, whoa, look at this technology. This is so cool. Well, again, like I said, it's like the clumps before the clumps. 30 years ago, you know. Clumps before the clumps is what what it is. It made way for Eddie Murphy and the Nutty Professor. So. So uh, Biff gives him the almanac. Uh, anything about that? Uh, that is actually a real game that they listen to. Uh, that, I was just about to that's not, reference that's that. Not that from, game happened. That's not from the audio, obviously. They did their own audio, but that is an actual real game. Right. So, yeah, no, that game happened on like, November 12, 1955. That game definitely happened. Like, and then another like game. Like the same score and everything. Yeah, the same score and everything with the goal yeah. at the end. So. Mm. Pretty cool. I'm glad they uh, he the guy actually Bob Gale said he uh, researched that pretty heavily. And, like he did not want to get that wrong because he knew somebody was going to be an asshole and say he didn't get it. So uh, he gets locked in the garage, which I feel like he could have gotten out. There had to have been. I mean, if I'm gonna, I've got to get out of that garage. Yeah. It didn't look like the. It was like one little lock. I could have gotten out of that. Yeah, yeah you might have been able to like kick it down or something. Right back in 1955. Yeah, I would have found. Any, I, mean, I gotta get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not gonna be trapped in there. No, for sure. Uh, so he's trapped in there. Eventually, hold on. Yeah. Oh, so Biff eventually has to go to the dance. So then he jumps back in the car, which I guess he probably that was a good idea. I don't know. Um, he just needed to follow the uh, the almanac. Um. Uh, and then Doc follows him, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to get to something interesting. Uh, Doc runs into himself and d- sees himself, but doesn't say anything. I don't know why. He kept his back to him the whole time. His, the, his back to himself. Yeah, but it feels like he saw him a little bit. So. Not enough that it like really stuck out, though, to 1955 Doc. He thought it was a little curious, but I don't think he thought, ooh, that's me. No. So uh, this is kind of the the bizarre part of it is we end up back at the dance. Um, I kind of, I think also for the people who were making the movie found this bizarre because they were like, we were just here four years ago, you know, making this. And now we're, and now we're back. Um, am I missing anything here? I don't think so. Okay. I think the next part is centered around the dance and just trying to trying to and get trying that. to get the uh, the almanac back instead of at his first attempt he gets ooh la la ooh la la, ooh, la, la. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if him slamming his uh, hand with that that uh, chair he could have just not made a noise, but I just don't find that yeah. Yeah, that would have that would have been that impossible. Hurt, There's no way like you can. A bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So we got no way. so we got Ulalad, and then we get to the part which is probably one of the more annoying parts. Um, uh, George hits him obviously again, and then uh, Marty comes by, and uh, oh, my computer just went off, but I'll manage. <clears throat> Marty comes by and takes the almanac, and there's this one guy who continually says, "I think he, that guy just took his wallet. That guy took his wallet." Yeah. Uh, 
even as a child, that that guy royally annoyed me because <laughs> of how fascinated he was about the wallet. That wasn't a wallet. That didn't look like a wallet. Never, it, was, it was obviously a book or some right. sort. And everybody looks like they're 35 years old. <laughs> It's yeah, in this high school. It's like, that's the oldest 16-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he gets the book back. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other notes that I had as far as, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't know. I think this whole this whole part was just to revisit some of the scenes from the first movie and just yeah. show it from different angles and that type of thing. And I think that was something that, had never been done before. And I think that was kind of the more, whoa, can't believe we're at this movie again. Yeah, we didn't really advance the plot too much through this part. Marty just kind of walked through the dance. No, but it is kind of cool. I mean, Marty's avoiding Marty. And he's, you know, underneath the, the, uh, not underneath the car, but he's kind of avoiding seeing his own self again. That's pretty (laughs) funny. But, um, so he gets the almanac. It's like this whole run-in with the the gang. And then the gang is going to beat up. This is so confusing to even talk about on a podcast. The gang is going to beat up Marty, but not that Marty. It's the other Marty. And if he does that, mm-hmm. it'll fuck everything up because that's from the other timeline. And that would send it right. into a paradox, which would... Yeah, as I can do it as eloquently as Doc did, but yeah, so that was the whole thing of this whole movie. It was it was called Back to the Future Paradox originally, um, but you know, just carefully placed uh, sandbags which are right over the bullies. Thank God. I mean, <laughs> if they weren't standing there, it would have been pretty hard. Though we could have pretty. Lo- uh, that that might have been. I don't know. I'm not a knot expert. But the the knot that was tied seemed to be kind of flimsy. That he was able to reach out with one hand and just kind of <sighs> just kind of pull it. It was like the simple slip knot that you just, just kind of pull whoop. the one end and just kind of whoop, and then it's everything just falls apart. It's good to go, no problems. And they're rendered useless there. And then he come. I, he could have just like ran across, but I guess he didn't want to get you know beaten by them. But he could have just like, hey, over here. And they just like ran off. And then they would have been like, what the fuck is happening? There's two of them. <laughs> so. Um, That's what scared him. Yeah. And then slams him twice. Uh, then the hilarious scene, which, again, looks very painful. I uh, hope nothing happens to Michael J. Fox in the future. But he gets slammed by his own self coming out of the door uh, when he's um, confronted by Biff. Uh, loses the almanac again because, of course, why not this effing movie? Um, I'm going to have to pull those notes up that I have. Uh, da, 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 da. Anything on that? Nothing? No, you're, you're yeah. doing great. Yeah, you pretty much covered it. I, I don't know. I'm just like, maybe there's nothing to talk about <laughs> this movie. This movie's just boring. You know, just, yeah, that's pretty much no, what happened. A, no, it's a good movie. Yeah, but. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just just gonna totally uh, 
Give you a synopsis, and you guys are going to go, yep, that's totally the synopsis. <laughs> it's a great podcast. I don't know. Like, let's just end it right well, now. This, this pretty much all up. that I had to add, you know, was just like the UCLA score. That's pretty much all <laughs> I was going to tell you. And then you pretty much got me off on that fact. Well, then Jay, all Jay had for me is that he found uh, Michael J. Fox as a girl sexually attractive. So that's, that's, that's all Jay had for me. Still, I still maintain that. It's <laughs> Kind of the Bugs Bunny thing where he dresses up as, as a girl bunny. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up on the, uh, they got to follow Biff. He's heading down the tunnel in the, no, well, so Doc's over there with the DeLorean. And again, no one sees this flying car anywhere. I feel like it would be a very <laughs> jarring thing to see in 1955. I mean, any any timeline, but especially in 1955. But uh, so they go and chase after Biff. Um Apparently, peripheral vision is not a thing in movies, especially this movie. There's just many times where Biff could just kind of look back slightly, and he would have seen the DeLorean back there and them closely behind. And right, that just Very never appears. Everything, yeah, it's just fully oblivious to everything. And they, but he uses the hoverboard. Uh, would have been a great plan to just kind of open the door and just snatch it and fucking leave, and the movie's over. But no, uh, Biff catches. I think him. though that he was distracted by that time, wasn't he? Checking the football scores. Yeah, and I know. He was listening wish, to on the radio. I wish I would have had that because they had this one score where apparently in 1955, TCU mm. or TCU beat Texas, um, hmm. November twelfth, nineteen fifty-five, which I was like, wow, TCU was that good at that time. Hmm. Yeah, they made the Cotton Bowl one year. See, the- Jacob would have loved this movie. 30s or 40s. <laughs> he had to be an asshole. TCU <laughs> won a game. Yeah. TCU would, won. Yeah, they picked the day where TCU won. So yeah, we'd be breaking down that game for the next 45 minutes. Like, actually, in 1955, the offense was pretty stacked. So uh, yeah, for sure. So they, uh, yeah, they did the whole fight scene. Uh, for some reason, Marty has no. Um, scars of any sort from getting punched very hard and uh then uh biff damages his own car and then and commits murder but uh yeah it doesn't seem to you know i mean y'all didn't notice that right who when did he, he murder he would have murdered yeah, marty, that marty whenever he's when he's going in the tunnel and marty's on the side oh and he yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. he would have absolutely murdered marty and he was like, "Cool, I just killed that guy. Sounds good." Anyways, oh, yeah. um, and it, and also when he gets punched, he doesn't. So I guess the him being a puss only happens like thirty year or however long. Well, I guess it was thirty years from that, right? Well, I think his his spirit was just broken by that point. Okay, so but it wasn't instantaneous. Like he didn't like run home and cry. He was still no. kind of an asshole at that time. And was fully fully up to murdering this Marty guy on a on a hoverboard, and he and he thought he had it done, and he would damage his car because well, I mean, damage your car. I mean, I have an almanac for fifty years. I'll be good. So, well, and so at this point, I think this is the point where the almanac ends up like on the windshield. Uh, yeah. might have been a little before, but yeah, it ends up on the windshield, and then he does like the flippy flip. Okay, now why would he continue to need to drive and try to grab it? Uh, I was just thinking, how about we just well, slow we just down? Stop right here, here and we'll just get the bus. Just, no, I got to drive. I don't know. I just got to go. 
Yeah. And there was an empty tunnel too. There were no other cars around. <laughs> no kidding. But there were uh yep. no of traffic of any sort. I don't think there, there was two. only tra- only two cars out out that night were were yeah. Biff uh, okay, Doc, but he was in the air and yeah. the manure truck later on. That's yeah. it. That's all we got. So you figure on what uh on like on like a dance night there'd be more <laughs> you know, more cars on the road late at night going to a party of some Guess kind. not. But, I mean, it's maybe the outskirts. I, I need to see a map of Hill Valley because it's, it's very strange. We're, we're, so Biff was obviously, I guess he was going home, right? Uh, but you guys see he had guess. to drive through the country in this tunnel through He town. lives on the other, <laughs> other side of the tunnel. <laughs> he lives on the other side of the tunnel. Yeah. It's true. Oh, and also he's using the walkie-talkies really willy-nilly. And talk, hey, Doc, like from this, like this amount of voice, like, hey, Doc, it's like there's a guy whispering in the back seat right now, and he doesn't. Yeah, say, that's what I don't understand how he didn't hear him. No, no way, he did not not hear him. He I mean, had to have hear, heard him, yeah. and he yeah. didn't. So, uh, yeah, so he gets it. Uh, he gets the book, and then the what are those little things called? I guess it's like a. Doc drops down the little banners or what are they called? Flags. Uh, well, I'm glad everyone's here. And uh, <laughs> they kind of look ba- like streamers. Is it like streamers, a streamer? Yeah. Okay. Banner flags. Apparently, they can. Well, I mean, he's not a large human being. He's just five foot four, but able to take up a, a human being, and uh, yeah. didn't break. But- it was, it was 1980 or it was 1955 materials. It's so. kind of look like the things that like car lots like put up when they have a big sale, or like when a new neighborhood yeah. comes up and you got to put them streamers to let them know. Yeah, the Lions Estates are ready to go here soon enough. Could have just gone with like a, you know with one of the like the ladders that the uh, that the military throws out of. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have one of those. I mean, you can't fit that in DeLorean. There's no room in the DeLorean. By the no, way, when they true. By the way, when mean, they went back in 19, uh, 2015 to 1985, they had Marty, Jennifer, the dog, and Doc all in that DeLorean. That would have been a very tight ride. <laughs> so. Wow. <laughs> Not even sure they could fit. Um, you know, fit the, people. No, DeLorean doesn't all. look to be a lot of space. Doesn't no, look to no. be a lot of space in the DeLorean. Yeah. So has anyone ever been in one? I wish. I have not. I wish I had like no. that stupid rich man money and be like, I'd bought a DeLorean. Because there's like a DeLorean <laughs> there's like a DeLorean club. And like a, oh, there is? and actually a more advanced and not just DeLorean club, you have now a Back to the Future DeLorean Club, which you like dress your uh DeLorean up to look like the the one from Back to the Future, so yeah, I'm not a part of that club yet. I, wow, I, would I saw t- one in a parking lot one time, and I got up close to it, and <laughs> you know, wanted to be able to get into it, but I don't know who owned it. But it, yeah, <laughs> I was at work or something in an apartment complex. I'm like, oh shit, a DeLorean. <laughs> oh, I think I would shit myself if I saw one. I don't think I've ever seen yeah, one in yeah. person. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like not even looked that uh, pretty similar to, to to the Back to the Future car too. It's pretty cool. I think I took a like a photo of it with my old phone, like you know this is uh, pre iPhone days, and like the. I know. Gl- mid, I know Glenn know? from the Wedding Singer had one, but that was it. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> CD players. <laughs> <laughs> you have to review that movie? I don't know. I think Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Gulia. <laughs> His name's gonna. Her name's gonna be Julia, Julia Gulia. Yeah. Why is that funny? That's, I don't know. It's funny. Uh, I really feel like Howard the Duck might be a good, a good review. I'm not sure. Because do you just like movies with I, with uh, I, Liam Thompson, Thompson in them? I am trying to think. You know, there was a meme out like, "What was your first crush?" And I can't not think that Leah Thompson wasn't one of those first crushes. She was. She was definitely one of my first ones. I mean, did you guys know that? Uh, speaking of that, that Howard the Duck is like a Marvel character. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was in I, uh, I, Gar- I, I Guardian. I didn't even know that until my son told me of like four or five years ago. I was like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's a Guardians about? of Galaxies in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, for pretty, sure. Pretty wild. And they totally fucked it up, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That'd be good. That'd be good to listen because I don't think I've ever watched that movie fully all the way through. There's no way. I haven't seen Howard the Duck since the late 80s, probably. Yeah. Probably same was, here, but yeah. I'd watch it again. Yeah. I gotta see where how it's did, on. Hey, hey, Brad! How did this movie end? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, one, the one we're currently reviewing. I mean, let's talk about Howard the Duck, man. I oh, know. <laughs> so he pulls. So entertaining that we're gonna talk about it. Uh, you know, let's get this one done with, and then we can talk Howard Duck. Howard the Duck. So, yeah. So they uh, they get the uh, almanac. Gonna burn it. Uh, high winds, good time to burn something. Uh, not ideal, but you can get it done with a little matchbook. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Biff runs into the manure truck because of course he does. Um, that's another one of those. Hey, we did it in the last movie, but we're going to do it different. Oh yeah. We're going to do it. We're going to do it different, but not really. This is the same way. Like in the third movie, he like runs into like a little wagon full of shit. Well, this one's just the same truck. It's just like, why is this truck always here? Um, sorry, I digress. Always a manure truck in there. Always a manure truck. So as he burns it, the lightning strikes, sends Doc a tumbling. I uh, don't understand the full physics of this, but they explain it that the lightning tumbled it into 88 miles per hour. Don't see how that's possible, but... It is what it is, man. And, it, and we, it, you could see earlier in the movie that the, whatever the screen in the Delorean, the control panel, it would glitch to January first, eighteen eighty-five. I think the first time they either went to the future or came back, so he had to hit it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that that's where we get to the point of lightning hit it. I guess sending him off, which would send be... him off, and that's where it sent him to. Okay, and yep. okay. So the whole thing is that during that instance, it fries the circuit board, so he's not able to leave. So he has to spend nine months in the Wild West. But he, for some reason, is only able to find a Western Union in nine months, right? But, apparently, yeah, apparently. Yeah. But a, a guy comes up and is like, "Hey, I'm, I've got something for you." And he opens up his jacket and is like, woo. Um, <laughs> that would have been weird. Ketchup but, bottle. <laughs> he's got a ketchup <laughs> bottle in his pants. And yeah, he's got the uh, he's got the letter from Doc and everything's that. Okay. 
I don't know. He, it's just, yeah, he's a, he's alive and he's in 1885. So then, for one, I think he would have spent more time uh, investigating or like this letter they've had for 70 years, which they're going to deliver at a certain time to a person who clearly wasn't alive. Like that, that whole thing, he just delivers it. He's like, hey, we just had a bet whether somebody would really be here or not. <laughs> and then the second thing is he delivers the letter to him. It's 70 years old. The paper's pretty worn. They're going to go ahead and read it just in the rain. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know how that didn't just like, like disintegrate. <laughs> just, yeah. Just, just like, to dust. like uh, what the hell did it say? Uh, I've got like, so in there, you know, you'll find out in the third movie, there's like plans and there's, there's really important documents. And it's like, how come he didn't go, hey, I got this for you. But in the letter, it actually tells me to go in the car because it's about to rain in like two seconds here. Right. Or, I mean, it is raining. So, yeah, we've got to go inside because this is really old. It's 70 years old. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. And then we get to the third movie, and we're gonna we're gonna start that right now. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so no, Don't we're you not. Think that someone who worked like for uh, Western Union would have like opened that letter, like really. Dude, when you when you start like Western 18, Union, ninety. When you start Western Union, you you take a vow, you take an oath, <laughs> you do not. <laughs> I mean, you are too- it certainly wasn't the same like Western Union office that was open the entire time. I mean, it had to have moved multiple times. I mean, I kind of kind of go back to the movie Idiocracy. Like they would like, yeah, we're gonna keep this until 1955, and then like yeah. some horrible thing happens and it gets lost, and somebody's you know somebody wipes their face with it to like because sure. I was eating something like or a fire of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you just wonder how they how they kept it for that long. He's like, I, mean, I think was, there's got to be a better way. But yeah, I mean, if he didn't, that Marty would have been fucked. Oh yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> he <is Yeah. laughs> fucked. Because now I gotta, I have no way. There's no way 1955 Doc is gonna be able to build some type of time machine. So I'm screwed. I have to be here now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what exactly I would have done, but yeah, he would have been so screwed. Oh, so, and he burned the almanac. Yeah, already, he can't right even there. he can't even place any bets later. So I would have like ripped a little page out, just like just a couple, yeah, just like, two yeah, three hundred. Yeah, yeah, dog, totally burned it. The next week of of the college football <laughs> season, nineteen fifty five. Yeah, dog, I totally burned the whole thing, and just trust me. So. All right. Well, I think that's all I got. I don't think we're actually going to review the third movie. It's not really my favorite. And maybe there's some. Go- I might watch it again and see if there's anything that's of importance. But I feel like it's going to be more or less. This movie's kind of kind of sucks, and it, you know, it's just not that good. So. Yeah. Spoiler alert: They make a time machine out of a train. Whoa. So I think that's enough to and be And we'll out. never get a payoff from that. We'll just see it drive <laughs> off, and that's it. We're not even going to get a TV show out of this. That's oh, right, we'll, get, right. we'll get a Saturday night, uh, Saturday morning cartoon, and that is it. Yeah, so the movie ends. And, uh, yeah, they actually – so at the end of the movie – because you're like – like if you were in the theaters and you didn't know anything about it, you're like, what the hell is this? 
What's going to happen? But they had to put that little trailer at the end because they were like, dude, if we don't put that trailer, everyone's going to be pissed. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. But they were going to be like, hey, no, don't worry. In six months, there's going to be another r- not as good movie coming out. <laughs> And we're gonna... I know, like it came out pretty quick, like yeah. after the second one. Yeah, it was six. It was six months exactly. They had it already in the can. They had actually filmed, you know that uh, that scene where they drop um, Jennifer off at the at the other house where the bars on it. They actually filmed yeah. part of that uh, third movie there because they were like, oh, I don't want to come back here, so they filmed that. Ooh, yikes. There's bars on the windows. Well, they had to take the bars off. But, uh, oh. Yeah, they had to take the bars off the windows. <laughs> they had to take the bars off, but they had to wait till daytime to film whenever... Put an old Western. <laughs> spoiler alert, whenever Marty comes and picks Jennifer up from whatever they were doing. So, Did you guys ever talk about um, in the first one whenever there was kind of... He kind of created like um, sort of like an alternate timeline where they had like better lives and and the dad was you know more successful yeah we did talk and about okay you guys did okay that was actually that was a big that I was a really to. big uh, impetus for Crispin Glover not coming back because he didn't want them to be he's like well they can have a better life but why is it like they got to be rich he's being all like lib he's being all lib with it so why do they got to be yeah. rich man can't they just be happy or something yeah so uh, you can't those go together. You have to be rich to be happy. Exactly. Yeah, because I had always kind of wondered how they were in the same house. Uh, it would have been that. weirder if you like showed up or like woke up and like he knew Jennifer still and like it was I mean, another black family in the house and they were like <laughs> <laughs> right. And then it just ends with like a shocked look on Marty's face. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a better ending. Oh my god. <laughs> that would have been a much better ending. So, I, I was endeared by that black family. I was, you know, just yeah. saying. I mean, they didn't do anything. Just, yeah, I need to know yeah. more about what's going on. Like, why are they just like screw this? Where does he work? I mean, does he work for? Uh, I mean, I got to know a lot about what's going on there. Back to the alternate future. They're all like, these white folks Starring are, that black family. These white folks is crazy. Network. I mean, literally crazy. So, um, only missed one of my notes. I, I had marked everything down that I wanted to talk about. But one part was the, uh, whenever Doc rips off that makeup. Oh, yeah. Whenever they get his, uh, to 215. It's just the same face. Well... <laughs> If you know, in in the '80s version, he's supposed to be thirty years older in there. You can look at it, and it's really just 1980s makeup. Makeup in the 1980s is just really dreadful. It's not good. And nowadays, it's like it's pretty seamless. And now, also in the Marvel movies, I was just watching Ant Man, and they have Michael Douglas or whatever, or what's this guy's name is. Uh, but they have like technology that can Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd? No, the older guy. It's Michael oh. Douglas, right? Yeah. I but think uh, so. he, I don't uh, know. Thanks a lot, guys. The other lot. I haven't, I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't. I haven't fully seen Ant Man, but I. Dude, I, I would I, say Ant Man out of all the Marvel movies is actually pretty damn good. Is it? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Um, 
but yeah, they use that. They use that technology that makes them look like they're like much younger. Mm. I think they did it for Samuel Jackson, which I don't understand. That black don't crack. He looks great. Wow. What? Mm. He looks great. I know. He even does. You've seen him in the Capital One commercials. Even yeah, compliments. He's, he's, he's doing yeah. very well. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing well. But uh, they they did that for like three reasons why they pulled the makeup off. Uh, number one, they didn't want. It was like, do you want uh, Christopher Lloyd going into makeup every morning throughout this whole movie or just kind of let's just get rid of the makeup for this movie? So they did that part. It was kind of a funny thing. Um, so he didn't have to put makeup on. And hmm. the second reason was actually, and he says on there that he'll have, he'll add uh, 40 years to his life or something like that. Well, it kind of makes sense because I don't know exactly, you know, what did you say he was, Jay? We uh, believe that he was like a warlock. <laughs> yeah, he's sort. immortal. He's immortal and he can live forever. Well, apparently he can live 40 more years. And maybe down the road he can leave it, live even more. But in the third movie, they're like, give him a love interest. He's like, well, we can't have this young woman starting this affair with this old man. So they kind of, in the future, were like, all right, we got to do this plot line so this lines up in the third movie. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Does anyone know how old he is? <laughs> well... I would say because in I the do, movie, I was just kind of curious. Does anyone know how old he really is? How now? old Christopher Lloyd is now? Eighty-two. Yeah. He's got to be like seventy-eight. He's eighty-one, so that's mm-hmm. really uh, we split it. Really good I, guess. I went over. So, so he I was lost. like 40, he was only like forty-seven <laughs> in the first movie. So forty. I was thinking. I was thinking around fifties. Okay, so but late forties. So, so in nineteen fifty-five, he would have been like seventeen. No, 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 no. In the 1955, he's probably around 47. But in the 1985 version, he's probably around 70. Right. So they they made him seem 70, but he was like 25 years younger than that. Well, In yeah. reality. In, yeah. re- in reality. But yeah. yeah, that's why they could do that little rejuvenation fun thing, Jigger. But hmm. I think that's all the uh, fun facts I've got about this freaking movie i don't think we're gonna do any more black back to the future until i maybe see something what did i say did i say black to the future you said black to the future (laughs) i've got that that family stuck in my head right now Uh, that's the title (laughs) dude wasn't that bob uh, zemeckis get it get it going wasn't that like a spoof on uh family guy where it was called (laughs) i don't doubt it (laughs) yeah Black uh, to the Future, and it was like Marty McSuperfly. Oh God! Yeah. Oh, I have one more. I have one more, and we're gonna go. Um, because Jay's Jay was like yelling at me earlier. To, like, well, my phone's it, about to die too. Get so. this going. I oh, know. I'm sorry. Uh, during that pizza scene, they talked about how Joey is still not out of jail. So, even in even in 2015, he's still not. Oh out of wow. Prison. So I can't tell. That's not, it. Can't be from the original offense. It has to be another offense, right? Um, I don't know. Mandatory minimum sentences. <laughs> well, well, they are. That in, was during uh, the 1994 crime like a three bill. Strikes and you're out thing. You know? That was during the 1994 crime bill. So I don't think that would have applied. But yes, yeah, yeah. I think mm. there's something to that. So, 
Who knows? All right, Jay. All right, Dustin. Thank you for joining me for somewhat of this, Dustin. You know. Yeah, sorry, man. No. I was watching Justified. It's fine. I, I sent you that link where I was just sitting there by myself in my podcast, <laughs> just like waiting for my friends to show up. I, just like, they'll show up. I saw that gym and I felt so bad. I was like, oh, man, I got to get on here. Maybe, yeah, it's you, okay. Uh, you freaking guilted me into it. That's all right. I'll just yeah. do this podcast by myself. <laughs> it's all right. The only time I... It's all right. I felt sorry for Pablo Escobar. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It was. It, I was. I'm much appreciated having y'all guys, and I'm sorry it's so yeah, late. Yeah, man. But and no, you're good. We didn't have as much fast. Uh, but uh, follow Jay. I'm going to leave the link in there. Follow Dustin. Uh, yeah. Gonna have a tell me where to turn episode, Jay. Um, I don't know. You're maybe, on? maybe not. Well, I will say. The reason why I wanted to do this podcast is because we probably are hitting on the tell end. We might be on a on a tell me where to turn schedule or possibly a can uh, can you hear me schedule. So uh, it just pops up once every two to three months. Yeah, I got a new job. I'm starting uh, next month, so I uh, we'll, nice. see, we'll see exactly what exact what happens. But I'll try to do this as much as I can. But you know, because it's fun. But. Yeah. Just no, just no more coronavirus stuff. I'm probably I'm a little burned out on coronavirus. Yeah, it's a crowd on every, that. I think everyone is tired of being right. You know? <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts yeah. being this right. All right, guys, I appreciate it. All right, have a good one. See ya.